and the, you know, there's new functional lab tests hitting the market every day. Um, you know, and I have my thoughts and opinions on some of that where I think some of that could be potentially empowering and potentially distracting. Uh, something that I run into a lot is people coming to me of, well, I want to run this test or that test. And it's like, well, you know, it doesn't really matter what test result says what or how fancy the protocol, if we haven't mastered those fundamental behaviors and developing the, the mindfulness of, uh, are you even aware of your day-to-day -day behaviors and how those might be counterproductive to what you're trying to accomplish? Yeah, the one question I hear quite a bit is, what tests should I run? Which is a silly question in isolation. Right, because it's one of those like, what tool should I use? I have no idea. Do you need a chainsaw or do you need a hammer? Like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to hang a picture on the wall? Then please don't use a chainsaw. Like, it's just unnecessary. It's an overkill and you're probably going to spend a bunch of money and end up with destroyed walls. Right. So when we ask a question like, hey, what test should I run? The client is probably 25 steps ahead of where they should be and this is sort of where my job is as a coach to take them back 25 steps and sit down and say let's let's have that conversation you want to run some tests that's cool um let's let's try and help you figure out what those tests are why do you feel like you you need any tests at all what are you trying to figure out and say well i haven't been sleeping well all right, let's take a look at what sleep looks like. You know, going back to newborn baby, if there's a newborn baby that wakes up seven times a night, that's not much of a mystery, right? We don't need a test to tell us that. Um, if you're trying to get a test on a vitamin deficiency, is there a symptom that you're concerned about? And this might be the part where I send you onwards to your medical professional to, to inquire about that. But very frequently the question is, hey, what are you trying to do first, right? It's not, which workout should I do? What are you trying to do? Which test should I run? What are you trying to do? Right? Should I cut out oranges or bread out of my diet? I don't know. What are you trying to do? I love that. And I'm so excited to release this episode too, because my business these days um, is training professionals and practitioners and doctors and stuff on how to, how to incorporate testing responsibly. Because um, I do, I see a lot of, there's, you know, they'll get some education and then do this kind of shotgun of like, well, the way that I work with clients is I run this stack of expensive lab testing and, you know, the efficacy is different conversation, but then, you know, here's the protocol, retest, um, but that's exactly it. Like, I couldn't agree with that more of like, okay, well, why do you want this data? What is this data going to do for you? How is that going to change uh, either what the professional is going to recommend or what the client then chooses to do? And I loved the, I might have to borrow that about the, uh, you know, the, the chainsaw. Well, you're, <laughs> you're going to waste a lot of money and have torn up walls. Um, I love that. And I, I think it's so, so true. And there's a balance with that of, you know, I, I think testing can at times reveal very, you know, valuable healing opportunities. Um, and it, so it can be used as like a coaching tool or a compliance tool to some degree. But at the end of the day, though, that's totally secondary to the day-to-day the -day behaviors and um, fundamentals. So I, I love how you, how you put that. Yeah. So, and I think that you said something really, really cool. It's 
how is this data going to inform my decision making? I think is is very important to consider, uh, right? So.